and those people that come after us, just keep this in mind, will then look at our lives uh, and say, how did you all find your courage and find your faith and your perseverance to get through this hard time in our world right now? Welcome to Culture Coach, a podcast with me, Nikki Lerner, helping you to engage in a proactive movement towards unity and understanding as it relates to culture and come from. Thanks for joining me today. You ready to go? Let's get started. Hey, thanks again so much for listening. You know, I wanted to create a space each week where you and I can learn about different cultures and come froms in a safe, non-threatening, non-embarrassing environment. I hope you enjoy this podcast. For more creative resources and ideas, you can engage with me at NikkiLearner.com. I'm really glad that you are joining me for this edition of the podcast. I wanted to shift for the next couple of weeks, just a little bit. Um, And yes, we're going to talk about uh, fear today as it relates to culture. However, um, what I'm really going to talk about are two ways for you and I to manage fear during times such as these. So I will connect it at some point um, to culture, but really my goal today is to just give you a couple of ways, a couple of strategies, um, if you are trying to figure out how to manage fear um, to keep moving forward. So the first thing uh, that I wanna share with you is just some context. and. Most of you know this, but it's probably worth saying again, it's just, A, fear is just a part of being human. Fear is just a normal part of life. And I wanna encourage you today uh, not to judge your fear, um, but to really look at it as an observer um, with a high level of awareness to try to figure out what is going on when you are feeling the feeling Uh, of being afraid or being fearful. So that's really the first thing I want to say is just, it's really important for all of us not to judge our fear when it happens. Fear is there for a reason and we need to figure out in our own lives personally uh, what fear is there for. The second thing for context is just that it's not like you um, find ways to to handle your fear and then you're never afraid again Um, or particularly during these times of, uh, in dealing with this pandemic, it's not like, you know, on Saturday, you found a way to manage your fear. And then Sunday through the next Saturday, like the whole week went by and you didn't have any fear, no fearful thoughts, like whatsoever. I'm not sure it quite works like that, but I do think that, um, being able to have some strategies that are available to you when you are feeling fear, I think can really make you feel like you have some kind of control and that you are empowered to uh, make good decisions uh, for yourself when you're feeling fear. So let me just say those couple of things. So here are two ways to manage your fear. The first thing is um, I'm a big journaler. Uh, I love journaling because I can tend to get stuck in my head sometimes about a lot of different things. I don't know if you have that problem at all. I know some people feel, um, they feel things in their head. Other people feel things in their body. Uh, Some people, you know, 
feel things just at a deep level, wherever it is, I tend to get stuck in my head sometimes. And my, uh, my strategy for dealing with that, because I'm a head center, is to get things out of my head. And so my journaling practices have just been a lifeline for me, to me, particularly for the last three or four years. Many people um, that I coach say that they hate journaling, but I think it's they hate journaling because uh, for all this time, journaling has been something that's just kind of like, you know, you can't keep up with it. It makes you feel bad all the time because you can't keep up with it. But really, the thing is, is that a journal is just a capture tool. So whatever that might be for you, maybe it's a journal, maybe it's just a blank sheet of paper, maybe it's the app on your phone, um, whatever it is, just trying to get some of these ideas, these thoughts, particularly when it pertains to fear, out of our head and on paper. So Here's the first way. Uh, Take out a sheet of paper or your journal and on one side of the page, right at the top of it, what am I afraid of? Okay, I know this might sound a little counterintuitive, but take it out, write it out. What am I afraid of? And then make a list. Make a list because if you can't get it out of your head and you can't acknowledge it, you can't address it and you can't do anything to actually manage it. And if you can't get it out of your head, a lot of times that stuff just keeps rolling around, floating around in your mind without you being the one being aware and being able to poke it. So this is really helping you just to take it out and poke it. Um, Just because you write something down, you know, you don't have to worry about the fear of, oh, it's going to happen if I write it down. Um, (laughs) Because trust me, uh, it's swirling around in your head anyway. And so it's not like if you just don't speak it out or say it, it's not there. It's already there in your head. So being able to take your journal out or this page out and literally write down what is it that you are afraid of could be really helpful. Now, the exercise doesn't stop there. This is very, very important, okay? The next part of the exercise is on the other side of the page of a journal or the back side of your page, write down what is actually true. Okay. So now you have two columns. You've got, what am I afraid of? And then what is actually true? And I think it might surprise you when you start to make the list of what is actually true of a lot of times that list tends to be longer than the list of what am I afraid of? And so the key point of doing this exercise is a lot of times if you can just get it down on paper or on your phone, whatever, voice memo, get it down and get it out of your head. What am I afraid of? And then trying to address what is actually true. Oftentimes what happens is that reveals a path for us to be able to move forward. Um, And at least you know that there is something that you can do to address your fears. And also that what is actually true list, you might find that your answers to what is actually true actually help you cross off of the fear list some of those things that you are afraid of. And that's really what it's for. Because a lot of times, I know for me, um, I can think about something and have it ruminate for a while and I'm, I'm afraid of something or afraid to make a call or send an email or or, or to do something. And then as soon as I realize that that's an irrational fear um, and I can look at what's actually true, it helps me to move forward. And then um, the cool thing about it is, is that that fear, um, that thought, the thing that's not empowering me uh, tends to just disappear. So um, when you're dealing with some of your thoughts and emotions during this critical time 
globally, that is one way that might help you manage your fear. So here is the second way that you can manage your fear. Uh, oftentimes what I like to say is uh, if you want to overcome fear, study courage. Let me say that again. If you want to overcome fear, study courage. Now, what does that look like? So when I'm feeling fearful, a lot of times what I'll need to do, again, I just have to get out of my own self, out of my own head. So one of the first things that you can do and I can do is to look back on your own life. Study your life. Go back and think about all of the times or as many as you can think. In fact, don't even go over your entire life, maybe even just the last year or two years. And think about all of the times that you were afraid or that you faced uh, an obstacle that you weren't sure that you were going to be able to overcome. And then looking back on it now, you realize that you were able to come through it. Um, that you were able to overcome, uh, maybe it was really hard or maybe it changed your life forever. I don't know what it is, but if you're still standing today, it means that you have somehow moved forward through that fear or that obstacle, or you have overcome it one way or another. And so if you start to become a brilliant, curious student of your own life, Oftentimes that can help you move from fear to faith and action. So study the times that you have been courageous. Study the times that you have found your courage. You have found something in you, maybe that you didn't even realize was there, but you found it and you were able to move forward because oftentimes that will give you a great way and you can start to make a list Um, of how do I overcome fear? How do I overcome challenge? How do I overcome trial? Uh, It will give you a great starting point um, and some options as to how you can move forward. Um, I've actually never quite said that before to make a list of the ways in your life that you have overcome or found courage or found persistence or determination. Um, All of those things that get us through trials and all of those things that really start to build up our character. So um, yeah, so I love that that idea. Make a list of uh, the courage in your life. So study your own life. Here's a second place you can study. Study the lives of other people that you know or you're connected to. Um, Now, this could be a friend. Maybe a friend um, has overcome something in their life. Uh, Maybe there's uh, a leader or a pastor or somebody that you work with that have overcome something. If it's in your awareness, then it is a provision for you and a gift for you to go and poke that thing and ask about it. So Um, For instance, I have a friend who is currently walking through a cancer diagnosis and she has had cancer for several years now, an aggressive form of cancer. Well, in that time, my friend has been an athlete. uh, She's a singer. uh, She has made all of these milestones during the time that she has had cancer. And I ask her all the time, tell me what you know about perseverance. 
teach me what you know about courage and about faith and about determination and about, you know, stick sticking to it and and focus because when I look at her life, I see courage. When I look at her life, I see strength and I want to be that kind of person like my friend who can overcome in the face of obstacles. So study the life um, of somebody around you, you know, have a phone call. We can't Uh, be in the same space right now, but uh, have a phone call, get on a video call, Um, do some things via text or via email, whatever it is, but do something to help you get out of your head and out of your own world when you're struggling with fear and find out what uh, the people around you have done in order to find courage. The other thing that you can do is read stories, read autobiographies, watch a Netflix documentary, um, grab a movie about somebody whose life uh, was inspiring in overcoming trials. When we're in it, a lot of times we just lose perspective. And so these are all of the provisions uh, and all the gifts that are available to us Uh, when we are feeling fear. We need to remember that we are not the first ones. We will not be the only ones. um, And there will be other people to come. And those people that come after us, just keep this in mind, will then look at our lives uh, and say, how did you all find your courage and find your faith and your perseverance to get through this hard time in our world right now? So let that keep you hopeful as well. So how does this all connect to culture? Well, uh, just a little bit here is everything you are learning right now with dealing with this crisis around fear. The two ways that I told you that you can lean into overcoming your fear and finding your courage are the same strategies that you can use when you are walking into the work of multicultural work, life and diversity work. Um, When you feel afraid, when there's something you don't understand, just take a pause, step back for a minute and ask, what am I afraid of? What is actually true? If you feel fearful, study your life, study where you find courage, study the life of other people who have stepped into this space and do some reading and help, um, help lean into the things that you don't know, the unknown, instead of running away from it. So I hope this was helpful for you today. You hang in there and uh, for the next couple of weeks on Culture Coach, um, I'm going to be just sharing some insights and sharing some strategies for you that will connect again to your culture work um, and leaning into multicultural life and work as well. Uh, But something really for you to stay positive, to stay hopeful um, and help to give you some insight and broaden your perspective as you walk through this time. We're going to make it y'all. We're going to make it and we're going to be better people on the other side of this. Hey, thanks so much for making the time to listen. If you like the insight today, tell your friends and be part of the newsletter at NikkiLearner.com. Remember, it takes that first decision to realize your vision for a more generous, multicultural life. I'll see you next week.